So Crisp, a tasty bite-sized podcast that serves business, bravery, branding, beauty, sex, love, motherhood, womanhood, feminism, labels, psychology, marketing, messaging, mavenry, musicals, and the mess we call life. All deliciously dished up and ready to consume. In fact, is there anything we don't discuss? Not with Jay Crisp Crow, copywriting queen from Crisp Copy in the kitchen. I hope you're hungry. episode is brought to you by the crisp copy class self-guided option copywriting glory itty bitty price find out more at crispcopy.com.au you might have taken a test you might have been labeled or you just might know because there's no denying it because you find yourself spending way too much time in the toilet at events just escaping the concept of business networking has you breaking out in goosebumps and after any kind of event you might find yourself needing to come home to your little cave and not speak to anyone for a long time today we are talking about introversion and Fascinatingly today, we have Janice Chaka. She's an expert on introverts in business settings. Um, In fact, she's a career and business coach specifically for introverts. And even more thrillingly, Janice petitioned against the Cambridge Dictionary to change their language and their description around the word, which I just, like, you're a hero to me. Janice. So welcome to So Crisp, Janice. We like to use our words here. So first up, do you have a favourite word? I don't, but when you ask that question, the, the word that comes to mind is supercadrophagilistic expialidocious. <laughs> Are you going to sing it now? No. No! <laughs> Shame! Our first sing-along on So Crisp, that was pretty cool. <laughs> there, that, you know, that's a decent word. I can go with that. Um, so your website says uh, this. No matter who you are, extrovert or introvert, you want one thing out of your career or business and that's success. Um, But the harsh reality is that we live in a world where the extrovert ideal is still considered the norm, at least in most Western countries. Extroverts are expected to succeed at virtually everything, not to mention they've been far more appreciated than introverts in corporate environments. And as an introvert, this just makes it much harder for you to prove your worth in the workplace. Now, they're your words. Um, so I, I feel like just reading that, we know what side of the spectrum that you are on. <laughs> but how did you become so fascinated with introversion, specifically in the workplace? And why did you decide to make it your niche as far as a business goes? All right. So I didn't know I was an introvert or introvert leaning until my late, oh my goodness, I'm old now. My <laughs> Right, okay. And um, this was a combination of things. So I live in Mexico and I had been living there for probably at least seven years and working in a corporate environment. And in Mexico, they're very much about family and traditions. And in your birthday, you get balloons in your cubicle and they take you out to lunch and you have to spend lunch with everyone that you work with, whether you get on with them or not (laughs) and it got to the point where I was trying to book off my birthday as like a vacation day so I wouldn't have to deal with it and then they just celebrate it the day before or the day that I came back (laughs) right and I thought well it's probably just a culture thing it's like their culture and they're all up in your business and they don't treat work and and uh, life as separate I'm very much like I have my friends outside of work and I have people I work with they are not the same thing um and they all went on vacation together and went hang out on friday nights and you know i thought it was a culture thing and then uh sars happened 
surprise, surprise, this is how oh, yeah. I started down this road. Yeah, the other, the other world, mm. not quite world event. And I got to work from home and I was running payroll. I was in, I'm in HR and it was fabulous. <laughs> <laughs> to the point that I got work done and then was like, hey, so I, I finished my work and it's Wednesday. <laughs> That's not That's the great. right thing to say, apparently, because my boss was like, could you shut up and just, because I'm like, okay, all right, stay at home and not say anything. And we, then we had to go back to work eventually, yada, 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 but it gave me a taste of working from home. And um, yeah, that, that was a bad idea. SARS, thank you very much, because uh, then I started working for myself and doing other things. But I then realized, I then read the book. Um, oh, I do this every single time. Do you forget it's, the title of the life changing book? The, <laughs> of that life changing book. And, <laughs> and this book, the, uh, the Power of Quiet, Quiet, The Power of the Introvert by Susan Cain. Okay. And I'm reading through it and I find myself nodding at certain things and going, yeah. oh, yeah, that makes sense. And, oh, yeah, my parents did that. And, oh, that explains why I had no friends. And, like, all of these things about my past and childhood. And then I was like, oh, I mean, yes, partly it was a culture thing, but it's partly because, oh, I'm an introvert. And in Mexico, it's, it's like self-esteem is called autoestima. Like, it's, it's just the way they, they use language. It's all very extrovert-leading. So, um yeah. Uh, I was like, oh, I guess, I guess I'm one of them. And this is before it became hip to be an introvert. Like mm -hmm. hers was one of the first books out about it. And because she was famous, it became popular. Um, always the way. And so halfway through that, like I was working uh, as a freelancer for a big global, global company. And as part of that, I was walking, walking around, going around the, the Southeast Asia, giving talks on um, networking for introversion because you have a lot of people in Southeast Asia who are working for big, brash American companies and are just like, what am I doing right. wrong? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm obviously smart. I've obviously got the qualifications, but I'm not getting anywhere. And I don't understand and the jokes are weird and like, what am I doing? <laughs> and so I realized that this course was super popular in that part of the world. And then I took it to Australia and I took it to the UK. And then on an off chance when I was in Hong Kong one time, I ended up applying to speak at a conference called Seven and Seven. Um, shout out to them. I love them. And the seven they do seven countries, seven continents in seven years. That might not happen now, well, but still. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, you might have to skip a year. But, um, and I got to speak on um, introverts in the workplace, but as freelancers and how they, they deal with their teams and working online and remote working because I've led a team of over 100 recruiters and yada, yada, yada. And afterwards, people came up to me and said, oh, so you, you know, your job is about this, right? And I was like, uh, no, I'm a recruiter. Yes, of course, I could totally <laughs> talk about that stuff. And um, so, you, so you were gently pushed gently pushed well, having, having a business to do <laughs> yeah. with introversion yeah even though tech can be semi doing it off and on for years um though well part of it was learning that i didn't have to do everything by myself because for the longest while my business was me myself and i and i thought that was the way to go but they're a very supportive community and like gently pushed me and so hence i became the career introvert that is cool 
That's very, very cool. So <clears throat> this was not on the list of questions, um, but really? you ended up in Mexico. You've, you also have had a travel blog or a, no, sorry, a travel podcast about traveling for as being an introvert. Is that right? Yep. Traveling while running a business and happening to be an introvert. Yeah. And so why did you choose Mexico out of all the places that you must have been to? Oh, well, I lived in Mexico for like 15 or 16 years. I've been there forever. Um, since after I think Hurricane Katrina and then I ended up down there again it was a it was kind of an accident thing uh, wanted to get a visa for Canada takes too long Mexico's like oh you speak English welcome me with open arms sort of a thing awesome. and then the economy crashed and I had a good job and the weather was nice so you know okay you sound like a real risk taker for like introverts are, are meant to be there's a perception that introverts are extremely shy and that they don't go out of their comfort zone much and you seem you seem to be a real taker honor of the world up. and so do you feel like that perception that all introverts are shy and and don't do things that are outside of the box is incorrect I think shyness and introversion get mixed up and mm -hmm. at sometimes they also go hand in hand along with like social anxiety mm. and there's some you know some people there's, there's overlaps just like anything but yeah there is a, a concept a sometimes a misconception that introverts you know just like to stay because a lot of courses are very much like step out of your comfort zone it's like no it's, it's not <laughs> introverts about like, that no <laughs> yeah, exactly. I know what my comfort is and I'm okay with it. It's you that has the problem. You want me to come out and do all this thing. And I'm actually quite happy where I am. Mm. And so, yes, I think there is definitely a misconception and the general overarching rule, I don't want to use the word rule, but rule about introversion is it's where your energy comes from. Mm -hmm. um, so if you go out and it, it tends to be like highly sensitive people as well and get overwhelmed by a lot of noise, a lot of stimulus, and then you want to come home and just have silence mm -hmm. to recharge or just do. And many people see that as like you wanting to be by yourself. And it's very much a case of I know how much interaction I can take and deal with and how much emotional energy can go into that. And then I need to go and recharge my battery mm -hmm. like a, like a, you know, a, a portable phone back in the day. You yeah. Put it back on and charge. so therefore extroverts get that energy from interacting with others. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That makes sense. So you brought up SARS before, which is really interesting because when originally when we planned to do this podcast, obviously we were not undergoing a <clears throat> global pandemic disaster. Uh, so, and now we are, and we were just having a chuckle before we started recording that I've, you know, I've got had a couple of introverted friends who <laughs> suddenly, because we're not able to physically connect with other people as much as we were before, everybody wants to socially connect. And there's, you know, an influx of emails. And if you're on social media, suddenly every single person that runs any kind of business is starting a group so that everybody can stay connected. And a lot of introverts are reporting the fact that they don't want to. <laughs> They're quite happy to like, this is, this is, I mean, it's a terrible time for a lot of people, but in, uh, uh, in other ways, the quiet world suddenly it suits them better and that they don't want they're feeling under the pump to connect more with people than they ever have before and they're like no no thank you the level of connection was fine now we don't have to go to an in-person networking event tick bonus um <laughs> do, how, how so how do we what to intro, how do introverts deal with this kind of stuff do you think um you know, are we, are we better at things like this when we go into lockdown? Like, do, or do we run the risk of, you know, getting in our own head and spending too much time with ourselves? Like, where do you, where do you think the tipping point is? 
there has been a lot of zoom burnout <laughs> I, I definitely experienced it because over the first it's the first two or three weeks depending on which country you're in yeah um when companies started to work from home and i knew people were having four hour zoom meetings because people didn't know how to work from home so they're taking everything they used to do in an office and try and translate it directly to working online and that's not how that works people and so <laughs> not only did you have your work stuff you have the outside noise of a uh, global pandemic and you had people wanting to get in touch who hadn't spoken to you in five years just because it's, you know, the, the feeling. Yeah, right. Yeah. And, you know, they're being nice, but at the same time, there's only so many one-on-one conversations. Anybody, not just intimates, anybody can, like, fit in their day with work <laughs> and kids and everything and worrying for everything else. And then you have that social part where people now, we had, I, I remember I saw a friend, she'd been on lockdown, quarantine, whatever word you want to use for two days and she was already on Facebook like so there's this sing-along thing and there's this other thing and I'm like it's Tuesday night like what do you normally do that you desperately need to do a sing-along right now um and the other thing is a lot of people are reaching out going well you're an introvert you know how this works you do this all the time how can I do it and I'm like I'm not you it's not the same thing it doesn't my superpowers do not reach that far now you um you mentioned that you believe on the website you mentioned you believe introverts often feel like outsiders um but um in recent years uh, I, like i've really noticed it in australia there is a pride and you talked you said before you used the word hip it's, before it was hip to be introverted there's women in business communities that it seems to have made this surging comeback as far as popularity everybody seems to be like happily labeling themselves an introvert and using the label to find their people um do you think like did you notice that trend do you think it's interesting and do you think that people women can mislabel themselves as introverted I have seen a rise in it in North, well, not really North America. I'm going to say America and Canada, not Mexico. Mexico does not have a clue. And I don't know about the UK. And as far, and it's because, and it, like I said, it's because you've had people like Susan Cain write a book and then other um, famous people self-identify. And everyone's like, oh, well, well, if they can and they're like an actor, then it must be okay. And it's kind of good in a way because people are getting examples of famous, rich, whatever people in the spotlight, actors um, who are introverts. So it shows that not all introverts are hidden away in their mother's basement like playing video games. Um, but on the other side, it's it's not a. I mean, you don't you don't introduce yourself and say, "Hey, my name is such and such, and I'm an introvert, and I like frogs and bats, and I." Like it, it's not part of your, it's not part of a general yeah. and I'm married with kids. It's just, it's not something you say. Yeah. Um, but now it's become that, that thing. And as far as people identifying, self-identifying, and there's also, you know, all the tests that are out there, or you can get like the Buzzfeed test, like, you know, which tomato ketchup are you? Um, <laughs> we're all just human. And as it'd be better if we just treated each other like that and whatever you do and however you do it there's no wrong or, I mean as long as you're not hurting anybody there's no wrong or right way of, of being just know yourself and know what you need yeah. and make that <clears throat> communicate that to other people and other people respect it and we should be cool but yeah. the world doesn't work like that so yeah yeah I've seen quite a few Facebook ads that start off like as an introvert and I think what did you did you decide that because it was cute <laughs> you know mm-hmm. where did you come up with that label i actually did the some i i really dislike the tests i remember going into a uh, an hr meeting one time 
uh, where I was second in command and there was a teacher who had an issue with the principal who was, you know, my obviously um, direct line manager, uh, the, the person next up for me. And, um, and the, the mediator wanted us to all do a personality <laughs> test before we went yeah. into the meeting. And I was like, no, for starters, I don't want you knowing anything about me that I don't know. <laughs> A, because I've never done a test, not doing a personality test. But then a couple of years ago, when I started my business, I actually did the temperament Myers-Briggs, whatever it is, like morph of a test <clears throat> that tells you what kind of, you know, secret adventure and it tells you your, um, uh, it gives you all the little letters after your name. And I had about a 70-30 split then, which made sense because I'd come out of a job where for 15 years I had dealt face-to-face with parents and I'd sold schools and I'd done all the cons and I was just totally wanted to stay at home and write and never speak to another human. That's where I started my business from. And then the business changed and I now spend half the time speaking and teaching and all that kind of stuff. So I did it again this year in 2020 and I ended up, as I was doing it, I was thinking, I'm sure these were not my answers last time I did this test. But, you know, you don't want to kind of second guess your answers. You just want to pick the first thing that comes into your head. <clears throat> and when it finished, I'd landed on a like 51 to 49% split. And I was like, that, okay, that, I'm not sure that that's helping me at all. But it kind of makes sense because I'm happy to go to an event and be life of the party, but then I want to get out of there pretty much one of the first people to leave and I want to go home and speak to no one for the rest of the night. But I think that that's because the business changed me. Um, do, you, do you feel that that happens when you're a true introvert, that where you work and how you work and how you structure your business and all those kinds of things can uh, drag you from one end of the spectrum to the other? Or do you think that my, my tests that I'm doing on the internet are just dodgy? Uh, I do not want to, I do want to slander a, uh, a <laughs> test. But um, what I would say is, yeah, it's definitely a spectrum. And I think people forget that. They feel that they're either like one or the other. And it's like, well, no, you just, some days you're feeling more like this. And some, like, just like some days you're happier and some days you're sadder. Some days you're more introverted and some days you're more extroverted or the situation or what's going on in your life, how stressed you are. Because we're so individual and there's so many things that interact with us and cause changes in our lives, um, depending on when you take the test, will depend on what your answer might be. Um, Like taking the test now under extreme stress or taking your test like last in January when things were cool, different answers. Like productivity tests right now, no one's productive. It's not a thing. <laughs> that makes sense. Um, so you talked before about um, about how the physiology of introversion, and I was reading an article before I met with you today on the internet um, because I felt like most of the time people identified as an introvert and they felt that that was maybe their upbringing or a choice um, to be an introvert or a choice to be an extrovert. You could talk yourself into it a little bit. But I read this, this I read lots of articles, but one of them was really great because it spoke in uh, one syllable words of medical things that I could actually understand. And it talked about introverts having a high level of arousal um, where it, if we get overstimulated, we can still escape from that overstimulation because it happens much faster than somebody who is extroverted, who loves um, everything being a little bit over the top, who soaks that up. Um, So how much of it do you think is your body's physiology, um, the way that your body responds to what's happening in the room, in the world? 
That's a good question. And I would say, huh, I'm going to go with a good 60%. I don't know if, I mean, they always talk about, you know, um, fake it till you make it kind of a thing, act like an extrovert and then you will become an extrovert. But that doesn't stop how your body takes like and inputs. Um, it can change maybe how you deal with it and that could change things. Yeah. Um, yeah. Instead of, you know, going to a networking event and not wanting to talk to people, you can be like, okay, well, I'm going to go and talk to three people and then I can get out of here. And that's your deal with yourself. <laughs> I've made and that so, deal with myself. Yeah, right? So you go with a different mindset. You're just like... Yeah in bish bash bosh and i'm out but yeah. if you're going in like oh my god i don't want to do this i hate this i'm gonna hide in the toilet i'm gonna to do like everything i can to avoid it. it you're just dragging out something that you're unhappy doing so like life's too short don't do it people don't. Yeah. yeah but people in business so you, you help people in business work with the skills that they've got which happens to be <clears throat> this kind of personality type or this kind of body type or whatever you want to whatever you want to say um so how do you you know networking is and you know what you were talking about for your um, for your Asian clients who have to work in big, loud US companies. This is something that we have to do as business owners, or we have to do in a career where we have to go and interact with people that leave some of us feeling amazing and some of us feeling absolutely exhausted. So, what are some of the things that you teach people when they are really struggling with, you know, even wanting to turn up to these things because they know what they're going to feel like afterwards? Um, research, research your event. If you can find a way to work at that event, so you're on the door or you're handing out tickets or you're helping people do X, Y, and Z, it feels better because you have a job to do yeah, rather right. than like, I am networking. Yeah, and then you have, have an excuse to talk to yeah. people. Yeah, you have to, oh, how was the event? Did you like the food? Because you've got an excuse to ask because you're working the event. Um, I found that works incredibly well. Uh, the other thing is go to the huge networking events but because so much is online right now you can very much say i'm going to talk to these three people and once i've talked to them i can leave and you can research things that you're going to ask them in advance so you're prepared and you have these these questions that you can ask and then you can follow up later because what you want to do is let them know you exist and then follow up later where you can have a one-on-one -on -one conversation where you're feeling less like stressed yeah, and annoyed by like, everyone else yeah cool that's <clears throat> that first tip is so clever so, so clever. I love that. Um, so if a woman in business um, is listening to us today and she's in her chosen career or she's starting a business or she's um, working a business and she's, she feels like she's introverted, what's the one thing that you want her to walk away believing after hearing you talk on this podcast today? There is no one right way to do, a, like there's no, you know, there's no, there's more than one way to skin a cat. Just because everyone has a blog doesn't mean you have to have a blog. People assume that introverts like to write. I hate writing. Hate writing. <laughs> but I've written two books because I've done it using my voice. I've done it during a podcast. I've done it interviewing people. And I put those interviews together to make a book. There's, there's so many ways that you can do things that don't feel you have to do what everyone, and yeah, don't do what everyone else is doing. Do what works for you because your energy will work better. Your life will be happier overall if Yay. you just do what you want to do. Well, <clears throat> we all want happier overall lives. So that's pretty brilliant advice, Janice. <laughs> Thank you for that. Now, before we wrap up, what, tell us what's so crisp in your life right now. What you got going on that's great? So crisp in my life. Um, 
I kind of want to talk about baking and cooking, but I probably shouldn't. So what are we going to talk about? You're allowed. Uh, (laughs) Anything goes on this podcast. Um, I've just started the Career Introvert Circle. It's kind of like the inner circle, but right now it's free um, for, you know, COVID reasons. And it's basically going to be a database and and help and support for people wanting to find online jobs because that's going to be the next thing. Yeah. how to do it, where to do it. I used to be in HR and recruiting for over 20 years in different countries. This is my jam, um, how to work the system. And also uh, you get, you know, time with me once a month and uh, lots of other free goodies that will be in there. And then it will be growing throughout the year. That's but, brilliant. Um, Are you sure you want to launch that for free? <laughs> I've been talking about it after the podcast. <laughs> All right. <clears throat> no, you're allowed to have it for free. We'll set you people up with the, um, hook you up with the link. Uh, in the show notes if you're interested in going and spending some time with Janice it very I'm just telling you right now I'm gonna be in there (laughs) I'm coming so that sounds like so my gig and I love like I just I love at the moment there is obviously everybody's trying to get online and that's what I help people do too just from like the other kind of branding wordy um, mm-hmm. side of the fence. So it's, you know, it's a, it's an exciting time. It's a terrible time and an exciting time at the same time. So, yes. uh, yeah, I'd love to come and hang with you. All right. Thank you so much, Janice, for talking us to, uh, to us about this fascinating, fascinating topic. I hope everybody listening who feels like they do self-identify as an introvert has gotten something, um, from hearing Janice speak today, <clears throat> go and check her out on a website. I'll tell you a little bit about her now. This has been so crisp and my special tasty guest has been Janice from The Career Introvert. She's a coach who helps introverts amplify their voices through podcasting, publishing, public speaking and personal branding. She's the founder of The Career Introvert where there is a wealth of information from on topics like public speaking uh, to job interview questions to systems to scale your business to time management. All for introverts by an introvert. How cool is that? <laughs> thank you janice may your day be crisper than that first moment of solitude when you're back in your car after an in-person networking event you've been listening to so crisp with copywriter copy coach and consultant jay crisp crow if you've loved this episode get all the juicy details and links at crispcopy.com.au forward slash podcast make sure you never miss a bite by subscribing to so crisp wherever you get your podcasts want to help us spread the deliciousness rate and review this show and share with your mates remember if there's a copy question you want nibbled at email me straight away right now